Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. The first coming of Jesus to earth happened over 2,000 years ago, as predicted by the prophets hundreds of years before it occurred. Now, as I wrap up this series that I've called The First Coming, I must take a few minutes to talk about Jesus' second coming. The two are definitely tied together. On the night before he died, while Jesus was here on earth, he, he made a very special promise. It can be found in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. Listen to the word of God. Jesus said, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. That is an amazing conversation and some wonderful words from Jesus as he was in those moments comforting the hearts of his 12, uh, specifically the 11 that were there. Judas had uh, gone out to betray him, but as he was leaving that, those comforting words, they had no idea what was about to hit them. They had no idea uh, what was going to occur in the next 24 to 48 hours there. But Jesus was giving them words of comfort. And those words of comfort apply to us today. And he made that amazing promise. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus promised there on the night before he died, he promised that he would come again and he would take us to a place that he uh, was going to prepare in his father's house, a place with many dwelling places. He was going to come again, come back and get us and take us to be with him uh, and there we would be. Well, what a wonderful promise. Jesus did die. Jesus did raise the third day. And he did spend some 40 days on this earth after his resurrection. But then he ascended. And on the day that he ascended, the promise that he made was reiterated. Acts chapter 1, verses 9 to 11 say this, After he had said these things, that he is Jesus, he was lifted up while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside them. They also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. Wow! There is that promise reiterated and, and even made more specific. As they watch Jesus lift off of the earth and go up and disappear into the clouds and they're gazing intently, and I would be too, staring up 
get any last glimpse of him and probably amazed at what they're seeing there as he defied gravity. Two angels, two men in white, these are angels, appeared and said, why are you staring off there? This same Jesus will come again in the same way that you see him going. He'll come back. He'll come back in the clouds. He'll come back and and he will fulfill his promise to receive you. Well, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul elaborated even further. He was talking to a group there in that Thessalonican church, and uh, they had uh, lost some of their loved ones, had died, and, and obviously Paul had been teaching about the second coming, and they were wondering, okay, these people have died. Have they missed out on the second coming? And Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4.13, we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep or those who have died in Christ. That's what the euphemism asleep means so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope for we if we believe that Jesus died and rose again even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus for this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. And then Paul finishes up by saying, Therefore comfort one another with these words. Oh my goodness, we need those words of comfort today. We look around us and all around us, it seems like everything is going to hell in a handbasket. Man, there, is, there are wars and rumors of wars. There are natural disasters. There are diseases. Uh, there are uh, uh, broken relationships. And, and on and on it goes. We just, all we have to do is turn on the television and tune into a cable news station and you'll just get all the negativity and the nastiness dumped on you that you want and then some. But I want to tell you, in the middle of all of this broken world, there is this good news that Jesus is coming a second time. Just as he came the first time, he is absolutely going to come again. Here in 1 Thessalonians, Paul gives some very specific things. He talks about a resurrection of those that have died in Christ, that they will, they will come with him. Uh, it says, uh, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. And so they're already with him in his presence, but their bodies will be raised. And, and Paul in another place in 1 Corinthians 15 talks about the, the change that we're going to get, this new body, this glorified body. And, and so at that moment... As Jesus comes, the first thing that happens is uh, these bodies of the dead saints will raise and be changed. And, and, and they are coming with him. They have been alive consciously in his presence since the moment they died. They've been alive consciously in his presence. And Paul talked about that too. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, consciously present with Jesus. And so they've been there. And they will come back with Jesus when he comes. And, and then there will be the resurrection of their bodies. And then it says, 
Further, he says, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord. This is right from the lips of Jesus Christ himself. We who are alive and remain, we won't go ahead of those who have fallen asleep, but the Lord himself, Jesus himself, will descend from heaven with a shout. With a shout. Uh, 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 it could also be translated with a cry of command. He comes with a cry of command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Caught up. So, so when Jesus comes, he's going to snatch us up out of here, and we'll be caught up, and there'll be a reunion in that, in that moment, just in the moment in the twinkling of an eye, in that very moment, before you can even bat an eye fully. There is that reunion, uh, the resurrection. There is the reunion with the loved ones. There's a, there's a reunion with the, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, so shall we always be with the Lord. And isn't it interesting that Paul says that? Because again, back in John 14, Jesus says that I'm going to come and get you that where I am there, you will be with me. And that is, that is probably the main point that we could make out of this second coming business, uh, the second coming of Jesus, is that we are going to be with Him. We're going to be with Him. You know, we talk about heaven, how beautiful it is, but I want to tell you what's most beautiful is that forever relationship with our King of kings and Lord of lords, with our Savior, with the one who loved us and gave Himself up for us. That's what it's all about. Well, let me make a few uh, closing observations about this second Second coming. And here's the first one. In the first coming, Jesus came and paid for sin to make salvation possible, but in the second coming, He consummates our salvation. Uh, in, the Bible says in Hebrews 9, 28, So Christ also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time for salvation without reference to sin to those who eagerly await for Him. In other words, second time, He's not coming to pay for our sin. He's coming to consummate, ultimately consummate our salvation in the second coming. First coming, paid for sin. Second coming, consummates, finishes, fully fulfills our salvation. Here's another observation. In the first coming, Jesus humbled Himself and veiled His glory. We've talked about that in this series. Humbled Himself and veiled His glory. But in the second coming, He will come in all of His glory. In all of His glory. There won't be a veil on His glory in His second coming. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 31, it says, But when the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. He will come in His glory. There will be no veil, and, these, and, and people will see Him in all of His glory. Here's another observation. In the first coming, Jesus was judged for our sin, but in the second coming, He will be the judge. Jude, verses 14 and 15, say this, it was also about these men that Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord came with many thousands of His holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to convict all the ungodly of all their ungodly deeds which they have done in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against Him. 
Did you hear that? You're talking about ultimate justice. He came the first time to be judged for our sins. To Even though he was sinless himself, he took our sins and he was judged at the cross for our sins. He paid the penalty. But in the second coming, he will be the judge and justice will ultimately be executed. And then... Uh, let me just wrap it up by saying we who are believers look forward to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of us look forward to that. Uh, John closed out the Bible, the book of the Revelation in chapter 22, verse 20. Here's, here's what he said. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. We look forward to the coming of the Lord Jesus. And in light of that, we live obediently. We live obediently. 1 John 3, 1 says, See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God, and such we are. For this reason the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet appeared what we will be. We know that when He, Jesus, appears, we will be like Him, because we will see Him just as He is in His coming. And everyone who has this hope fixed on Him, on Jesus, purifies Himself just as He is pure. And I would end this up by saying, uh, Jesus came in His first coming to make a way for salvation. He's coming in His second coming to consummate our salvation. We look forward to that second coming. And in light of that, we live obediently. We purify ourselves. We live in, obediently in the light of His second coming, expecting it, looking for that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is coming again. Come, Lord Jesus. Would you say that with me right now, wherever you are? Come, Lord Jesus. And God help us to live expectantly in light of that soon coming. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.